Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 70. I am Anthropos. I am Ozymandias. For today's episode, we are featuring a local craft brewing company. You can find them right next door to the Pomona Fairplex here in Southern California. Today, we are featuring a full lineup of Laverne Brewing Company. These motherfuckers barely got on the shelves, at least to my knowledge. Seems like they've been on the shelves for about a month, or I'm sorry, a few months, uh, according to the source that I picked it up of. Uh, You can only find this in select bottle shops in the general kind of like ie area or or let's call it east l east la that's so weird like the east, east los angeles county there you go area yeah. um you'll only find it in select bottle shops around here i've been to the brewery before it's been a couple of years since i've been there great ambience um and it's really cool to see these guys on the shelves it's cool to fucking grab some four packs of these motherfuckers be able to take them home and enjoy them um, I love what they've done with the labeling here, and um, we're about to see what they have to offer. For the first beer in the lineup, we are going to be featuring the Yard Work. It is a Kolsch Lager coming in at 4.2 ABV. Not much here, you know, just fucking a standard-ass Kolsch, um, just in terms of an ABV. Very unimposing. And it is within the realm of a Kolsch to be around this ABV. It's meant to be something refreshing, more of a summertime beer and something you just reach for uh, instead of like a fucking Bud Light or some fucking weak ass domestic beer. (laughs) Uh, Let's get on with the fucking pour. Let's get on to fucking seeing what we got here. Uh, We got the pour going. The pour is out. We have a beer in front of us, and it quite certainly looks like a fucking beer. It just looks like beer, man. It looks like a fucking lager, man. Yeah, this definitely resembles just beer. Right. Something poured at most tavern. You know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, I I like um I like the the sturdy head on it. I didn't quite expect that from something that's coming in at four point two ABV. Um, it, it, it definitely comes in like in a powdery white head, uh, very light and very fluffy, uh, carbonation just from the site. I can tell that this is a, a very well carbonated beer. It's going to be crisp. It's going to be fresh from what I'm from what I'm seeing. And, um, yeah, just a very, very, uh, faint yellow look to it. It looks like piss beer, <laughs> uh, it, but I think that's endemic in its, style as well uh the cold style is a german lager style beer and um very unimposing it's just a fucking beer it's just a, it you want a beer we got you a fucking beer so i think it's really cool to start off the laverne brewing company lineup with this because i think that this should be entry level for any kind of brewing company every brewing company out there i i believe in my opinion should at least give you a fucking good standard beer yep so uh, we're gonna see what Laverne Brewing Company does with that. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. Let's see. Let's oh. get some. Uh, let's get some notes on the nose. 
It's a cold schlager, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, there's nothing like the smell of a good lager. It's this like mildly fucking sweet, fucking weedy almost yes. smell to it. It's always fucking incredible to fucking smell. Yeah, just a very dry grain sweetness mm-hmm. that's coming through on the nose. And it's doing so well, too. It's kind of jumping out of the glass with that very dry grain yeah, uh, aromatic feel to it. Um, not a lot of hops to talk about here. There's no real like earthiness, no real like citrus uh, notes, uh, nothing fruity coming out of this. Yep. It's just all malt. And it's malt done so in a way that you would expect out of this style. Absolutely. I, I, I'm i going to piggyback on your statement. I do think every beer company should be obliged to do something like this. Obligated. You know? Yeah. Um, have them give you a base beer of every fucking type of beer. And then show you their variants on it. Right. Uh, specifically these. Like this, in my mind's eye, this is what beer is. Right. Like right here. Fucking like beautiful fucking golden amberish color fucking great fucking sweet smell malty smell fucking can't wait to try it let's do the damn thing brother cheers get right into it cheers this is what i want when i'm kind of just barbecuing right i'm out in the yard um i've been i've been you know slaving away in front of a a bunch of uh, a bunch of coals a bunch of hardwood mesquite lump charcoal i've been i've been you know sweating over this and and it's a it's a crisp summer day sun's beating down on you uh i really want to reach for something like this uh i don't want to like get too crazy fucking you know fucked up it's just something that's um Taking the place of a nice cold glass of lemonade, maybe, but I want alcohol. This is what you reach for here. Mm-hmm. I really can't put my fucking finger on it, but it does resemble a little bit of the Mexican style lagers. It does, um, just in taste alone. Like you, you get a little bit, bit of that stank, like Corona offers or Tecate sure. offers. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't put it past them on why they labeled this yard work. It's it's a very very specific demographic that loves that fucking taste. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, uh, that's really fair. I think also these types of beers all um they they serve a purpose in introductory beers for craft brewing. It's like all right, you know what? This is your extent of knowledge of beer. Right. Hey, we could fucking give that to you in a bit of more of a refined sense. Um, there is a, a, a refined feel to the beer in the sense that if you were having this from a, from a uh, domestic company, you would have these kind of like weird notes that come from um, like very cheap uh, ingredients. You'd have these like very sharp kind of edges around the beer right. for something that's not significantly imposing flavor wise. Uh, I've heard of like shit from like Budweiser. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is like I'm out of my gourd here. I've heard about like formaldehyde being used in in some of these brews um, as like a preservative, and I wouldn't be surprised when you have something that's mass marketed and and, and mass um, produced. You tend to like stick to the bottom line. You tend to want to look for 
cutting corners and, and cutting costs right. and you look for cheaper ways of producing something. And I certainly don't get that uh, impression from Laverne Brewing Company's yard work. It seems like honest ingredients poured into a fucking batch and you get a fucking good German lager, mm -hmm. a very standard German lager. Um, I, I will also um, make note to mention, it's crazy how we have this perception of Mexican lagers when in all reality, you have a very heavy German influence in them. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that um, as Latinos, we completely fucking uh, disassociate from any influence from those cultures when um, our cultures are heavily influenced yeah. from, from this. I've heard of a lot of Latinos say, guess the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> say, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> bro you got polka you got polka yeah you got fucking like some fucking like rancheras there's a little bit of polka Absolutely. in there bro there's Absolutely. a fucking ton of polka in there accordions the tubas all polka <laughs> yeah, shit dude it's heavily german influence mm -hmm. and um and you not only get that in um in 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 like music like that influence you also get it in the fucking preferred alcoholic beverage of that country and that mm. that that uh culture and and we see that here i, I like that call out to the yard work um i'd say <laughs> that's a little a little on the nose <laughs> From Laverne Brewing Company. But I think that they've done a good job with featuring a fucking, a regular ass beer, bro. This is a Kolsch Lager. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could do is fucking mirror your fucking statements right now is just, it's fucking regular ass Kolsch. Fucking beautifully fucking refined. It's fucking delicious. I think this is a really easy one to just get right into a rating for. Sure. What do you got for this? Um, I'm going to give this a seven, you know, uh, we've had some pretty good loggers here, specifically rice loggers for sure. From what I remember, McKellar, um, uh, McKellar did make one, right. um, bottle logic had the, um, had a machi rice, rice lager, lager. <laughs> uh, rice lager. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have seen this style be bigger and better with higher ABV, Better fucking ingredients. Yeah, definitely. So this, it does feel like an introductory beer. So I'm going to give this a 7. It is far superior than anything you're going to get at a 7-Eleven, but it's still regular-ass beer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this a 7 as well. This is uh, a good rendition of a Kolsch. As you mentioned, we've seen better renditions. Uh, specifically in the Hanamachi from uh, Bottle Logic, we had a variation of this style of beer where you got a you you squeezed a little bit more of a sweetness from the grains. Yes. So the beer has a more rounded off sweet malty finish to it. Um and and you also kind of get like a drier, quicker finish to it. Um there's many ways that you can do this and, and uh, I think uh, that in uh, the world of craft beer when you're focusing on like maximum hops or maximum malts with like imperial barrel aged stouts, you kind of it just gets muddled and you forget about these entry level base beers that you could do so much with. This type of beer can take on 
any flavor you want. Yes, I can. You can do so many things with this. Um, you can make fucking agua fresca renditions of this. You can make fucking, um, I don't know, you can make strawberry fucking shit. You can make cucumber out of this. Cucumber kolsch. Uh, you, you can do so much with this um, versatile beer style. And I think that uh, what Laverne was going for, I think they were going for regular beer. I think they nailed it. I think a seven is very fair here. Considering the ABV at a 4.2%, I frankly think it's a little bit more of a generous uh, rating, but uh, it doesn't fall short of its mark. So right. seven across the board, awesome. Uh, we can move right into that second beer of the lineup today. Let's do that. So we have the second beer here. <clears throat> this is Izzy's Grapefruit IPA presented by Ozzy from Wasted Content. <laughs> <laughs> this is a grapefruit IPA. comes in at a 7% ABV. You when, know, these, these motherfuckers got some shit on the back of the can. I haven't. I, I didn't read it for the yard work. Um, let's get through Izzy's. I'll, I'll touch back on the yard work uh, writing sure. write-up. When Ignacio Palamores, or Izzy, as we affectionately call him at the brewery, was negotiating for the land for the land track that would eventually become Laverne, it is reported that his main desire was a lifetime supply of grapefruit. Whether or not you believe everything you read on the back of a beer can, uh, one thing is undeniable. One thing is undeniable. God, I can't fucking read for shit. <laughs> one thing is undeniable. Grapefruit plus IPA equals delicious. Let's raise a glass to Izzy. Fuck yeah, dude. Good shit. Uh, this this portion of Southern California, um, like around like the Covina, Pomona. It's all citrus, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It used to just be all citrus. Um, it's very common for you to purchase a property uh, here in this area and your backyard to feature citrus trees. And um, it's just very common because that's what was farmed here for the longest. Yep. And that's that's a really cool thing to note from, um, like, goddamn, you can only imagine this guy's purchasing it and he's just like, fucking grapefruit forever. I love that shit. That's dope as fuck. And I love that there's like a little tip of the hat for from this brewing company to the person that um, named this city and, and bought it. That's really cool. Um, let's get on with this. We could touch back on the yard work uh, right up a little later. Okay. Ain't, ain't tripping about that. We got this poured out. It's a little more fucking opaque than the last one. A little a more. A little bit more color to it. Color, more reddish, orangish, brownish. Which is which is something to expect out of uh, a standard IPA. Yes. With that 7.0 helping on the ABV side, I really do expect a, a standard IPA. Um, you know, not really reaching for anything here, but... Uh, they're they're promising a grapefruit IPA. I want to see how they perform. Grapefruit IPAs are the shit, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember the first brewing company to turn me on to the this pairing, uh, Sculpin. 
Ballast Point. Yeah, yeah, Ballast Point. Uh, they did a few variants of their um, just flagship um, West Coast style IPA, and I, I personally, the the grapefruit is one of the winners in that in those variations, and I'd say that it did really well in the market. And ever since then, you have every brewing company come out here with the fucking grapefruit IPA. Yeah. Uh, let's get some smelling notes on this. Let's see what we got. Oof. Very nice. A lot of citrus, a lot Fuck of yeah. very like grapefruit-esque style citrus. It's really bitter. Um, some sweetness. A dryness on the nose as mm-hmm. well. Um, I mean, just fucking rocking that citrus out there. And and it's a very specific uh, uh, rindy, pithy uh, citrus that's that's coming forth. Right. It's like a dry, bitter take to that um to that style dude just how could you go wrong you have hops in an ipa that are bitter you have grapefruit that's a citrus that's bitter fuck dude come on it's really hard to fuck this one up isn't it i think so i think so and just just from the nose it it seems like they've done a good job at presenting Mm -hmm. a grapefruit ipa let's get right into it i'm loving this head here it's really sticking around it is it's been sitting for a while and it's just fucking nice layer of fucking head on it for sure very well let's get right into it cheers cheers brother first thing that hit my tongue was bitterness Mm I'd say that there's maybe a lot more pith in here than the meat of the fruit. There's not a a ton of sweetness here presented, but there's just enough to round off that bitter dry edge of the beer. Um, I I don't want to do this, but I'm I'm comparing it to the Sculpin uh, from Ballast Point, and it feels less drier than that. There is that sweetness that's rounding off the bitterness from here. And it's not as sticky as the Sculpin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I think that's also endemic in West Coast style IPAs, that stickiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of note for myself is going to be the fact that when I compare this to something that introduced this pairing to the mass market of craft beer, uh, I'm comparing it to something that I can I can also say had a bit of an artificial taste to it. Right. There was a touch of artificial flavoring to the grapefruit sculpin, which is really what the baseline is for this beer, for this beer style. And I've never particularly cared for anything that's been artificial um, in beers. This certainly gives you a feel of like a lot more natural ingredients used for this beer. Absolutely, <clears throat> it it's not a big punch on the fucking mouth of grapefruit. It's there. It's definitely present in the beer, but it's not the sculpin that wants to hit you with that first. And maybe that's where the artificialness comes in because they want that to be f- front line and center. It's not necessarily an IPA. It's a grapefruit and an IPA. But this, on the other hand, is the IPA first, and then you develop the flavors of the grapefruit. I'm going to call out specifically 
um, like a yellow meat to the grapefruit. You have that ruby grapefruit as well that offers a bit more of like a um, sucralose, a lot more of a sweetness to it. And you're not really getting that here. You're getting very dry, sharp, quick finish to it. I think in the base beer, this is a wonderful base IPA here. The base beer is legit as fuck. And I think that addition of the grapefruit to it, um, I'm getting nothing but natural flavors here. I can really picture the pith and the meat going into the fucking brew. And um, fucking hell, uh, yeah. Laverne's doing a good job at making a grapefruit IPA. What are you rating this? In terms of a standard IPA, 7.0 ABV with a little bit of a, uh, of a dancing fruit or flavor note, um, I'm going to give this a 7.5. I think that um, they've done a really good job of introducing that flavor to the base beer. Um, the base beer in itself is solid. This is one of those IPA base beers that I could confidently introduce somebody to the style uh, of. Um, I get someone that's never had an IPA and get this base beer and then just put it in front of them and tell them this is what you are to expect of the style. Um, they nailed it. And then the, the grapefruit, they've done so not heavy handedly, not fell short. It's, it's somewhere right in the middle. And I think that earns them a solid 7.5 for me. This makes me, this beer makes me curious about the hot varietal here. Uh, as it does for the Sculpin, specifically this beer. I want to know what types of hops are using for this IPA, just so I have a comparison in my mind of what to expect. If it's going to be a sticky resinous hop or a, just a light fucking hop. Uh, this is definitely on the lighter side, <clears throat> but I do want to know what hops it is. And it makes me want to try something with the Nelson hop with fucking grapefruit. Holy shit, dude. That would be fucking intense. I know. You would get like a really like smooth, creamy um, uh, a flavor, and and it really fucking kind of take the edge off of that bitterness, right? Exactly. Holy fuck, that's awesome! Like present more of the sweeter side of the grapefruit than the bitterness, because everyone's done the bitterness. So you get that rind and all that stuff, but I want to see the sweeter side of the grapefruit, a little bit more round, a little just like something nice. That's dope. I like the idea. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably hazard a guess. <clears throat> that what we have featured here is probably a blend of like Simcoe and Citra. That's what I was figuring. Yeah, too, right. Yeah. Something like that. Something along those lines. Very, um, very typical West Coast style IPA. Mm -hmm. um, base. Um, it's got that that touch of resin on it that gives you that bitter, um, and it, it really pairs well with the flavoring here. It absolutely does. Um, <clears throat> he mentioned Citra, and I do get a little bit of a. More citrus flavor than uh, grapefruit. So a little bit of like lime, some lemon, but it could just be fucking me. I'm fucking imagining things again. Uh, for me, it's going to be a 7.5 as well. It's a great IPA. I think so as well. Uh, I, I really I really think that they're not really pushing any envelopes so far. Mm -hmm. And I really don't know that maybe that's what Laverne is going for. I think that they're really trying to just get like right into the seam of what is popping and if that's what they're shooting for, they're fucking nailing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A couple episodes back, we were talking shit about doing 
base level beers and mediocre beers and you, we to were be in this we're, market you have to be spectacular we we're having point. the brewery you know well yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but it's nice to have something that's not afraid to go base level on stuff it is yeah every once in a while you gotta fucking uh harken back to uh roots right and um it, it this is certainly um serving that purpose um so far the kolsch and the grapefruit ipa these are serving their purpose in the sense that they're wonderful introductory beers to the craft market 7.5 is a very fair rating fair rating across the board yep let's open up to the first topic of discussion here (laughs) sure everything's bigger in fucking texas yep yep even calamities. Even calam- calam- <laughs> not only can I not read, I can't even fucking speak anymore. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas, including um, national emergencies. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, natural disasters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We all know. We've all seen it. It's all over the fucking news. There's fucking snow in fucking Texas. All of fucking Texas, all of like Oklahoma and like fucking whatever surrounding fucking states. But the big news is fucking Texas. No power, no water. And uh, people are fucking dying. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's 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 fucked. It's fucked. It, it kind of when it first hit the front page. It was kind of like, all right, fucking, you got snow. Big fucking deal. Right. Uh, no. You have uh, fucking pipelines bursting. Yeah. You you don't have any water. You can't fucking take a shower or fucking wash your dishes. Or shit. Or fucking, yeah. You don't have plumbing. Your plumbing's out. You your know, power is out. We Americans like shitting in fresh water. Yep. We, we love shitting in water that other countries would gladly drink. Yes. Yep. That is a luxury <laughs> that is sectioned off for us Americans. <laughs> and we take it for granted. And, and here we have Texas. Um, they don't have water. They don't have fucking power, dude. And you have a lot of people that are, for the first time, in a situation where they don't know what the fuck to do. They're unprepared. Yep. They're clear, clearly unprepared. But it's something that doesn't really happen in Texas that often. There's been snow in Texas here and there for sure. A fucking couple inches for a couple days. But you don't have fucking the whole fucking power grid shut down. Right. You don't have every fucking pipe in the fucking country freeze over. They clearly don't have the infrastructure for it because they don't expect that type of weather there. Correct. You have fucking... This is honestly just a fucking big old fucking just rage about this shit. Uh, People from other fucking states saying oh look at these texans they can't handle a little bit of fucking cold <laughs> no motherfuckers like you have fucking snow plows you have fucking insulated piping you have this and that your state is fucking prepped and fucking ready for fucking inches of feet of fucking snow you have the infrastructure in place to um fucking power through this kind of shit right yeah yeah it's nice to have snow and be inside with your fucking Air conditioning, fucking running full blast of the fucking heater, you know? <laughs> Look at these Texans. They can't handle the cold. Yeah. Well, you have your fucking heater on all fucking day, you fucking faggots. <sighs> yeah. No, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, 
a complete failure of government, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I really hate to say that because a lot of times we're talking about individual empowerment, of course. And um, we're, we're talking about not, not being reliant in this kind of shit. But <laughs> um, certainly you do expect some kind of base level support yes. from a government. Exactly. And you also expect it to be um, forward thinking. You expect it to be um, avant-garde. You expect it to look forward to problems that might arise and protect you from these kinds of things, I guess, sometimes. And one of the most basic things that you could ask for a government, even a libertarian will fucking tell you that, is, is infrastructure. Right. What the fuck, man? And to me, this is a complete failure of a Republican-dominated uh, state. Um, I'll have you know that years back, probably when that fucking dumbass motherfucker Congress guy uh, threw a snowball in Congress to like prove that climate change isn't a thing. He's like, hey, we got snow out here. Yeah. Um, climate change Moron. is fake. Fucking dumbass motherfucker. Moron. Um, here, here, dude, talk to that guy now, right? <laughs> but to me, it, it really underscores and highlights what happens when you complete re completely rely on ill-informed um, constituents and representatives, and then you have them vote out any kind of uh, security measures. Well, I mean, it's a combination of both of two things. Uh the lack of fucking government support, the lack of fucking fucking science-based decisions, I guess. Right, right. You're looking at fucking right. world climate fucking change and ignoring it because fucking good old carbon propane, fucking clean energy burning propane. Some black gold, motherfuckers. Right. Uh, so they vote out, I think the vote you're referring to, you mentioned it off the fucking air, was they voted to be off the grid, right? That's correct. They, they they voted to have um, a self-sustaining power grid that was completely disconnected from the rest of the country. Yes. The rest of the power grid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Which, I mean, it made living in Texas so much fucking better for the Texans at the time, you know? Right. You're off the power grid. You're paying less taxes to your government. You're fucking... It's really a fucking, like... Uh, microcosm of like fucking hyper individualism. Yeah, you know, you're you're on your own. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and you make what you will of your fucking life. Essentially, Texas wants to be the wild west of fucking United States, and unfortunately, this is what fucking happens when you fucking don't want to fucking be part of the fucking party. No shit. There's a good and a bad to a government system, and like this is. The good part of it, which is support, infrastructure, right, right? All that shit that they're missing in Texas right now. Yeah, motherfucker, you're taking shit out of my fucking paycheck every month. The least you can do is provide me with the most basic way of functioning. No, dude. From what I hear, one of these grand old Texas mayors, you know, it's because they're lazy. These Texans, they're not working hard enough is the problem that's some shit bro Le like legit you have some motherfucker that you voted in you voted him in to represent you and support you and take care of your needs yep. and then you have him scolding you 
That's some shit, dude. It's the extreme side of hyper individualism. <laughs> of individualism, let's call it that. Of you know, you're 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 an individual and that's it. This is what can go wrong with it. This motherfucker posted on his fucking Facebook. This I'm gonna quote from here on in. <sighs> Tim Boyd, mayor of some fucking who cares fucking city in Texas. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. <laughs> Great open, by the way. Yeah. Fucking guy. <laughs> no one owes you or your family anything. <laughs> Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during times like this. What? How? <laughs> Sink or swim. It's your choice. <laughs> It's your choice. Yeah, it's your it's, choice. It's your choice to have like um a, a natural phenomena happen in your fucking spot in the world. You should have prepared. <laughs> <laughs> the city and the county, along with the power providers or any service, owes you nothing. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. <laughs> I love that sentiment, by the way, because it's like... The people that you um, the pay. people that are paying your yeah. fucking salary <laughs> are asking you to do your fucking job, right? Um, also, the people that you pay to provide um, base level amenities. We don't know you anything. <laughs> they don't know you anything. <laughs> I know you paid them last month, but right. that's irrelevant. What if have you, you done for them lately? Shit, check out what happens when you don't pay them, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with the game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. No shit, bro. Um, uh, make some Tesla coils, dude. What the fuck? Make some Tesla coils, bro. Become Nikola Tesla and make Tesla coils so that you could provide your family with warmth. Um, also, if that blind, uh, deaf, mute bitch <laughs> can fucking find water, you can too. Right. <laughs> Fuck. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy is a direct result of your raising. Wow. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks. God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is says, sadly a product of socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. Jesus Am I sorry Christ. that you have been dealing with that electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, again, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Tim Boyd. I, I appreciate the general sentiment of um, look after your own. I, I, I appreciate the general sentiment of uh, fucking get off your ass and 
and and and do things for yourself uh that's great when you have a fucking natural disaster happen to you all of those things generally seem to fucking go out the window right yep you have um let's put an extreme case here you have um uh, let's just say levees breaking during a severe hurricane flood in New Orleans where you have a bunch of displaced people. It's highly specific. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you have a bunch of people who are displaced and a bunch of people that are dead. I like your hypothetical here. I like something like this happening. <laughs> hey, guess what? Those people got fucking shipped out to fucking Texas, bro. No. Right? A little fucking, a little bit of irony there. A little bit of irony from a state that provided um, emergency support to people who had just been victims, fallen victims of uh, a, a, a natural disaster. Yeah. That could have been avoided by proper infrastructure. That could have been avoided by people actually paying attention to the fucking weaknesses in the infrastructure that were apparent and documented and and um government officials were aware of like outvoting repairs for a dam right yep yeah something like that yep Mm -hmm. yep being completely aware of the fucking imminent danger and 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 disregarding it and then when it happens putting the blame on individuals caught in the fucking in 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 the causality of it all it's so fucked like hey um you voted me in to be your representative um i i i guess i'm getting paid to look out for your uh benefit i'm look i'm getting paid to look out for your own good and then when i identify um you know this could be a fucking problem then when i fail to uh correct that it's your fault it's so (laughs) fucking shitty and and i'd say that it's a great example of this is the best we could do We've, we've touched on that subject before like dude if you think that government officials and government representation stinks then you got to take a look around and just kind of figure out that, you know what, maybe something else fucking stinks around here. Maybe else something fucking sucks around here. And it's the fact that this is the best that you can do. This is what you produced. You produce some motherfucker mm. that's going to completely fucking like hold his hands up and go, hey, don't look at me. Even though you voted me to be responsible for this, it's your fucking fault. What the fuck is that? Oh man, dude, I, it's fucking stupid. It really is stupid. Again, it's the extreme right at this point. They're they're like so fucking fearful of any social programs, of helping the people, of being a government for the fucking people, that they've completely gone the opposite fucking direction, and are putting the blame on individuals for shit like this. That's supposed to be fu- that. The individual is contributing to the fucking maintenance of this fucking infrastructure. Yeah, that's your fucking job, dickhead. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. I, I fuck. I don't even fucking know what the fuck to say. Uh, there's 
a lot of people recently been moving to Texas from California. There is, dude. And I've also lot, been thinking about that. A lot of warnings coming from Texans saying, don't bring your California politics over here. If you're going to move to Texas, make sure you vote the way we vote in Texas. Because we don't want any socialism. We don't want this. We don't want that. And now you're fucking putting a fucking situation where you're like, holy shit. You know what? Being part of a fucking group actually can be beneficial to, to us. It, it, it's interesting because uh, I'd say in California, you have a bit too much of that. In Texas, you, have, you haven't you have had the introduction of that. Right. And uh, neither is... Um, neither is, is, uh, how can I say this? Emulsified. Neither is fucking, has, has, uh, achieved an osmosis of democracy. Right. You have either too much this way or too much that way. And then no matter which way you go with it, you reap the fucking, the shitty, uh, fruition of, of, of casualties. Um, on our side, you have, um, hyper liberalism and you have fucking um uh i mean you 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 have too much of of a good thing i'd say in california and then in in texas you've had uh too much of um a bad thing man i don't know i don't think it's completely bad being free living up by your own fucking merit I can't. I can't say that. That sounds bad. Right. But when when you put when you frame it that way, you also have to take into account the fact that there is still a governing body that is overlooking you. Yeah. There is still some entity that is pulling from your pocket, uh, so that they can provide some sort of service. Absolutely. You're paying for a service. Yeah. You're paying for fucking safety. You're paying for fucking clean water. You're paying for electricity. Safety and government and all that shit is a fucking service that we fucking pay for. And when they fucking bail, what the fuck do you do? Dude, I just saw a fucking picture of, and and I haven't really been like giving too much of a fuck about this Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, hey, fuck you. You like <laughs> don't have taxes. Shut the fuck up. I don't know. Um, you don't have like property taxes and um, fucking uh, 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 what is it? Uh, uh, cost of living like you do over here in California. True. Like, I'm like shut the fuck up. But then uh, I saw a picture of a guy providing for his family by hooking up a crock pot to a 12 volt adapter. Um, the crock pot has frozen potatoes. And there's like a can of spam in there. And um, I looked at that and that's fucking heartbreaking, dude. There's people out there fucking dying right now um, that have um, been pulling up, pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and uh, working fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And now they've had the rug swept out under them and they fucking see it for what it is actually um yeah you want to fucking live in a in a place where you want to be self-sustained and self-sufficient um you you reap this you're you're on your own now you're on your own and and you're fucked 
and you're fucking cold and you're hungry and you're dying. It really does hearken. Uh, what the fuck is this bitch's name? Atlas Shrugged. Ayn Rand? It really harkens Ayn Rand, dude. What do you mean? Ayn Rand was a libertarian uh, for the a majority of her lifetime, mm-hmm. and she died depending on government support. Yeah. And and the tragic irony of it is 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 what's like really being um, demonstrated with this catastrophe in this in this nation right now. Yeah, I don't want to bring back the argument we had in the previous episode about fucking a basic minimum income, uh, but it's pretty much on the same lines. Like you, people in this country, specifically in this country, uh, because of the way it's fucking structured do deserve a basic level of um not necessarily income but fucking living a basic level of standard of living standard of living yeah so and that comes with infrastructure from the government that comes with being able to fucking feed your family without having to fucking worry about it and fucking basic utilities dude exactly it's the it's like the one singular thing that separates us from a third world country. Right. You have fucking clean water in your toilet to shit in. You have clean water to fucking drink. That you just turn a little knob mm-hmm. and it comes out. You don't have to like walk 40 miles in the desert to go to the well and carry that shit on your head. You you know, this, it's a very basic standard of living in a first world country. And now you have that completely stripped away from you. And you have a government official representative. Excuse me, telling you, um, figure it out. Stop being lazy. <laughs> it's your parents' fault. <laughs> you were raised you coddled too much as a child. <laughs> you don't have electricity. Boo, fucking who? Go make some electricity. <laughs> Go make electricity, dude. <laughs> Go make electricity. Go make water filtration services. Go make <laughs> go make plumbing. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, it's so fucking stupid. Like, dude, if we could do this on like uh on 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 a level where it was an integrated infrastructure, we wouldn't need you, dickhead. Right. <laughs> there would be no need for government. You know that thing you voted out a couple years ago, motherfucker? Hey, we kind of need that right now. <laughs> oh, what, it didn't fit your fucking budget at the time because you wanted to fucking pay your friends some contract work? Yeah. You wanted to line the pocket of ExxonMobil or BP mm-hmm. a little more? Yeah. It's unfortunate, dude. It's really unfortunate. I hope that these things get a little bit more attention so that we might all see the wrongs in our doings. Um This is a work in progress, democracy. Democracy is a work in progress. We've been at it for fucking 300 years. And we still don't have this shit figured out. Quite obviously. It's painfully obviously. It's mankind's greatest experiment. Yep. Is what it is. For the past... Before these 300 years of democracy, everyone lived under the rule of a fu- rule and thumb of a fucking king that didn't give a shit about you. Not at all. Less than the politicians give a shit about you. Right. And this is 
the fucking grand experiment and see what the fuck we make of this. And if this is the best we fucking got from this, it's fucking, we're doing terribly. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're failing miserably. Subpar. I don't know. This is the fucking product of like a fucking um, um, aggravated intern that decided to take the helm of uh, governance, dude. Yep. This is stupid fucking bullshit. Let's just fucking Ted Cruz this shit and get our asses to fucking Bro. Cancun. Bro. <laughs> what the fuck this guy? <laughs> this guy just can't seem to fucking stay out of the, the fucking mouths of people who are criticizing um, conservatives. Yep. Like, bro, you're the fucking reason that people fucking have a certain a certain light on on Republicans and conservatism. You're the fucking asshole that is fucking propagating that fucking mentality of these people are fucking um, people who don't give a shit about you. Dude, what the fuck? You're out vacationing in a fucking warm, sunny environment <laughs> while the state that you represent is going through a, a, a fucking unprecedented winter storm. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> well, he didn't have electricity or plumbing at his house. So right. he figured there was, you know, basic needs in Cancun. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to a fucking place that we talk shit about all the time. Right. As conservatives. The, the let's go to a place that has that and <laughs> be comforted in its uh, resources. <laughs> it's so fucking, dude. What? It's so two faced. It, it, it's 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 dishonest. Um, at at, at its at, at its core. And I wish that I wish that it stopped at dishonest. It mm. doesn't. No. It, it completely falls through. This like paper thin barrier of dishonest and goes and f plummets into, I don't give a fuck about you. We don't give a fuck about you. You know? I don't know. It's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. And it's just, <sighs> I don't see things getting better in Texas anytime soon until this fucking snow melts. Because no one is giving a fuck. Their own fucking representatives don't give a fuck. You know, at least fucking New Orleans or your hypothetical, whatever it was. I'm not sure if it was New Orleans or not. <laughs> um, the fucking governing system was like, help us, please. Yeah. We need help. They, they did so. Bring they... Trump to throw fucking paper napkins at us again or some <laughs> shit. They fucking, um, you know, they... they they lagged it a little bit, a with, little that, bit. with that one. Um, it, it caught them by surprise, quote unquote. Mm. Uh, uh, not no, necessarily. That's no. what I'm saying. Like they knew. They knew. They knew for a long time, yeah. and people were warned and told to evacuate, and they didn't, and they died. I don't think that happened in Texas, though. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, it just, it's just really unfortunate to, um, see people, um, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Uh, it's, it's, it's really fucked up. I never like to see somebody, I never like to give somebody advice. I never like to like, um, tell somebody like, Hey dude, um, 
fucking you're going to walk right into a fucking brick wall <laughs> or you're going to walk right into a dagger. And then they're like, fuck you. I control my own fucking destiny. And then they walk into that dagger and then they're just like, ha, ah, yeah, fucking mm, I'm going to fucking mm, I'm going to take care of this wound myself. I don't like that shit because motherfucker, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's 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 um it's very endemic in in first world cur- culture in Western culture we insist on making all mistakes. Yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, god damn it! Um, I've 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 complained about this frequently and uh, a lot on this fucking podcast. It's frequently and a lot. Um. <laughs> The indoctrination of like the Western culture and the fucking individualism of Western culture and how we lack that like community. Correct. And this is, if anything, it's a fucking great example of it. Like we simply don't give a fuck either. Yeah, it's on the news, but it's fucking, it's not in my backyard. Who gives a fuck? Yep. And unfortunately, we, we don't come together when necessary. In a fucking very efficient manner. Certainly. Um, I I was just conversing with a colleague about this. Where um, I was... uh, The conversation was centered around um, vacation destinations. (laughs) And it seemed to me that the most attractive destinations seem to be rich in a culture where togetherness and community um thrived yep because it seems like it's such uh um an exhausted resource togetherness and community seems to be such an exhausted resource in western civilization that it's attractive that it's a tourism opportunity it's a place where you go leisurely yep not a place that you fucking um frame your 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 life and your standards and your ethics and your morals no. around it's a place where you get to drink a cocktail and fucking just lay back for a few fucking days look at how cute they are this fucking community that fucking raises the children as a fucking community yeah look how cute it is yeah look look that sister doesn't sue that other sister for money <laughs> oh how cute yeah a really nice place to kind of spend a weekend sure you know a weekend maybe three <laughs> days i'll stay in a place that's rich in fucking family in in in, in togetherness and in community um every destination that seemed attractive to me seemed to be rich in this and i believe that it's it's attractive because it seems to be a commodity that has gone out of style mm-hmm. in our culture and um, I, 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 I've said this before, I'm sure. Um, I would much rather be um, aligned with something that is tangible and soulful than giving into the digital age. We are living in the digital age. We're living in a place where we don't um, necessarily um, uh, commune in the traditional sense. We commune in a way that's... Uh, uh, a few steps removed. We are distant. We are together, but we are distant. Uh, social media has provided a platform for us 
to be together globally and so far apart and lonely and mm. and um i think that these catastrophe these catastrophes highlight the in- inequity of that type of uh culture they definitely do social media is i don't know it um we hinge too much of our existence on social media currently and it should be viewed as a tool essentially um it's a way of communication it's a fucking telephone it's fucking pack bell giving us a way to communicate with the person down the fucking street it's fucking the ford motor car letting us fucking travel fucking 30 miles in one fucking hour instead of fucking two days no shit yeah. It's a fucking tool, but everyone hinges their fucking entire existence on this. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And and I don't know what the fuck's going to come of it. I don't know what the fucking future looks like. And if it's more of this hyper-individualism and distance and lack of compassion. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what's strange about it. I think that um, with the technology that, in theory, should invoke democratization of a of a global globally, um, it's actually had quite the opposite effect. Yeah, right? you you've never felt more separated from other people that you um, can't relate to. Hmm. It's so fucking. It's so um, counterintuitive. Yeah, I mean there there are definitely nights where I'm on social media and going, "How the fuck am I part of this fucking planet?" These people are so fucking ridiculous and absurd and like into themselves and like I don't, I don't know. Uh, conversely. I'll have you know that we just got a new follower. Um, I don't, I can't remember his name, but uh, if you're listening, and uh, if you're a new follower, every once in a while we'll see that on a feed. I'll catch that shit. I, I want to see what these people are about. Mm-hmm. I'll just kind of just pay, fucking click on it, and then um, I want to see what you guys are about. I want to see what the fuck you're posting about. Um, for the most part, you, it's a bunch of people that are into craft beer. We just recently, this week, had somebody follow us from the other side of the fucking planet. Um, they're in fucking Saudi Arabia. And these motherfuckers are, like, posting TikToks of them sitting around, like, praying. Or there, there's a TikTok of um, these little kids dancing. And they're having, like, the time of their life. And all, all around them is... Um, war-torn uh, wreckage rubble there's rubble and um they're dancing on sand in their fucking white linen clothing with their fucking turbans and shit and they're having the fucking time of their lives bro they are fucking like dude they're like fucking doing like fucking i don't know um uh the harlem what is it the harlem shake, shake. <laughs> like, the, like these guys are having the time of their lives 
And 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 when you put that like con- you just con- dated yourself contextually for sure, yeah, <laughs> I did. I wanted to make it something that would date me. Gotcha. Um, I wanted also something that would underscore. It was a macarena. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they do in the macarena, hey macarena, and I. <laughs> they just discovered the macarena, bro. I know. know. I'm for sure. <laughs> and and even though that. Um, they are dancing barefoot on hot desert sand, um, engulfed in war-torn rubble. Um, they're having the times of their lives too, dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I I spent a little bit of time looking through this page. Yeah. And it was, um, there was there was a certain uh up up upheaval and an overwhelming sense of compassion for people that have it uh less than i do just for a moment just for a moment okay i don't know well they're not showing you the fucking war-torn side of it though that's endemic of the social media thing it was just like just the highlights dude their highlights look like shit bro really yeah damn it (laughs) that's what i'm saying here that's what i'm saying is like dude the highlights of these people's lives Look like the worst day of my life. Fuck. <laughs> they're having, they're making the best of it. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Shit. I uh, I don't know, dude. It's a it's a weird place, and um, we haven't quite figured it out. It's been a few thousand uh, years. It's been a few tens of thousands of years. It's been a few hundreds of thousands of years. And we haven't quite seemed to figure it out, dude. What the fuck is going on? I don't think we're going to. I, I with our track record, I I don't know that we will. And and it's funny to see, uh, like organized systems, promising exactly that, um, recoil. Put their hands up, and and just kind of say like. Not my problem, bro. <laughs> it's a very strange state of affairs, sir. It's disheartening, is what it is. I think the indoctrination as children growing up in this country, pledging our allegiance to the flag every morning, uh, really gave us this illusion of grandeur of this country and but they don't teach you that people are shit people in power turn to shit you know fucking yeah uh great power corrupts or something like that uh power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely hey it nothing rings more fucking true than that nowadays no shit no shit. Um, I'll have you know, I it's not something that I've touched here on the podcast, which is really refreshing. I feel a lot of times we are um, underscoring and rehashing topics. Um, I'm not going to delve into it. This is in passing. Something I haven't spoken about. Um, I was raised in a Jehovah's Witness religious environment. Yeesh. I know. Tell me about it. And I bring that up because one of the tenets of that religion was um, it kind of like 
uh, looked down on patriotism. It it it, it kind of like put patriotism on a fucking. I'm gonna date myself again. It kind of put it on an overhead projector. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those things? Yeah. With the fucking the the clear plastic film, and then you write whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want on it. Those diaries. Yeah. yeah. It it put patriotism on this <laughs> overhead projector. And it just kind of said, don't do that. Okay. Because if you think about it, don't fucking do that. You guys are all fucking human beings. Be there for one another. What the fuck are you doing? And that was a tenant of it that really um, dug dug a, a seed and a sproutling in me. I remember being eight years old and having every morning to abstain from the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. There was something very powerful about that. Even as an eight-year-old, I understood that there was something powerful from abstaining from a symbol mm. of, um, I don't know the word to put to it. But that tenant of that religion is something that um, I keep even though I left it. And I hope that we're able to um present uh, a topic that allows me to divulge that well the rest of it but i wanted to mention specifically that i think i don't know i've thought this for a really long time i thought this the day was all over the fucking news about people not pledging to the flag where it became not it became custom to not do this in classrooms, specifically public schools. No shit. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I heard about this. It was years ago. I want to say maybe eight years ago. Maybe years ago. Maybe eight years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I mumble. Uh, maybe like eight years ago, something like that. Yeah, along those lines, where people were complaining that they shouldn't be pledging to this fucking flag because of their fucking religious beliefs and all that shit. And I think. Um, with, uh, fuck, it's definitely this, like, it's a, it's a fucking beautiful lie is what it is. It's this promise of community of, we belong to this country we pledge allegiance to this country and we are all part of this fucking community. And with the lack of this pledge, we no longer feel this fucking patriotism. We no longer feel this community with one another. We no longer feel an alliance to anything other than ourselves. You say that like it's a bad thing. Well, then go to fucking Texas, asshole. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, okay. I, I misunderstood that that sentiment. Yeah. Um, the way that I understood it, the way that you said it was um, accept ourselves. The way that I understood it was accept each other. Because ultimately, that's all we have. That's all you have. You have each other. That's ultimately all you have. Right. Uh, I misunderstood it, and that's why I... I know, but I'm saying we, we don't pledge allegiance other to ourselves now. Like, you mean like I? I. Like I, against I. I for I. Yep. Yeah. Which ultimately trans... Trans... Um, trans... What is it? Trans... Grens? That's not a word. No, that's not a word. Transgresses. Yes, which ultimately transgresses. I, which ultimately transgresses upon I. 
Like eye for eye, which ultimately transgresses upon eye. Right? Dude, that, I think that this is like a really long-winded, um, high uh, way of saying fucking, like, look what's happening in Texas, you know? Look at what's happening in Texas. We have no sense of fucking community anymore in this fucking country. And we're looking at these people from afar and thinking like, oh, shit, that sucks. But only because your thought is, if that happened to me, that would suck. It's not necessarily compassion for that other person. It's, <laughs> fuck, what would I do without water? You know? <laughs> Man, I've been that guy with spam and frozen potatoes in the crock pot and a 12-volt adapter in the fucking car so many times in the past <laughs> five hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time I went fucking... Camping. <laughs> I did that for leisure, bro. <laughs> I was poor for leisure. Fuck. Dude. I can't I can't believe it. You've completely changed the way that I leisure now. Good. Fuck. I do this shit for fun, bro. <laughs> to get to get away from my like super ultra comfortable, comfortable mattress, <laughs> comfortable life. Yes. <laughs> fuck, comfortable existence. <laughs> fuck. Jesus, fuck me. <laughs> That's fucked, bro. Hey, I feel like going to dance in the hot desert with my fucking rubble. I feel like doing that <laughs> so I can get a selfie, bro. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yo. Nah, th this place is fucked, bro. Um, I, I care to mention that, that whole fucking, like, that um, resistance of patriotism. Um, for the longest, you know I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Um, if you haven't gathered that from listening to the podcast, or if you know me personally and you haven't fucking gathered that, I am kind of a fucking nerd, and um, I'm, I'm a lame, and for the longest, I have claimed uh, Pangea. If I had to claim a click... Oh, God, yeah, this again. It's, it's so <laughs> fucking lame, bro. It's lame as fuck, but if you know anything about geography and the history of the Earth, then you know all of this was like one... <laughs> landmass called Pangea and I grew up in a place where people fought over city blocks yeah and um to be presented with the fact that this was all one fucking um landmass before it just I don't know it's so fucking weird bro I, I I we're getting lost in the weeds here I feel yeah kind of but, I mean, it still harkens back to the whole Texas thing and the lack of community, lack of compassion for other people, and this lack of alliance to one another. Yeah. Um, you're claiming Pangea because we're all fucking descendants of Pangeans. Right. Panganites? I like Pangeans. Oh, okay. I'll go with that vernacular. <laughs> we could coin that on the Wasted Content oh. podcast. Pangeans. Pangenites. Um, <laughs> you fucking stupid Pangenites. <laughs> <laughs> Next time somebody cuts me off. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 fucking Pangenite. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. I, I, I still feel that the lack of community 
is spreading worldwide, especially now because of social media. Uh, and it's dismantling cultures at its fucking roots. It, um, it starts with the fucking nuclear family here in the United States. Fucking families are fucking falling apart and you no longer have that fucking... I don't know. It's not a, a, like a, it's not because of morality, but uh, emotions. If anything, like you're tied down to these people because you're fucking tied down to these motherfuckers. You're fucking blood related. You're there's there's a a unity that we're fucking missing. It makes me wonder both sides. <clears throat> it makes me wonder both sides. It makes me wonder if. Um, I'm resisting change. I mean, culturally, um, identity-wise, as a human being, it makes me feel like, am I resisting change? Am I simply resisting change? Or am I losing something valuable? It, it, it really brings into question um, the state of, like, the, the, the state of the fucking time-space continuum <laughs> that we're existing in, really. Yeah, right? um, it, it's all subjective in terms of that spans, but it, it makes me question whether the fuck I'm 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 getting old, and and I'm telling like fucking new ideas to get off my lawn, or if I'm holding on to like things that I feel like culturally and traditionally bring core value to our existence, you know. Maybe people are getting too smart for their own good. <laughs> Unpopular opinion time, right? Unpopular opinion time. For, for mine, mine was tinfoil hat time. Yeah. By the way, uh, that was tinfoil hat time. You're bringing fucking unpopular opinion time. Yeah, I think <laughs> people are getting too smart for their own good. They're understanding the nihilism of it, of it all. Right. Um. You know, we we relinquish God with fucking Nietzsche. And then it wasn't necessarily a statement of pride when he said that. It wasn't, God is dead. Hooray. It's like, oh shit. God is dead. What the fuck happens now? <laughs> you know? If there's any benefit to any fucking religion, it's community. Yeah, no, no, no. There's good things to take away from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I personally feel like we're a little too early to the fucking nihilism party. By the way, oh, yeah. in, in our in our corner of our galaxy, um, I think we're a little early for the party, dude. Um, our sun's got like a few billion years to go, man. Mm. In terms of our lifespan, I think we're a little too early to the party, bro. Sun we, is God for now, right? We, yeah, we got we got plenty of time. <laughs> we got plenty of time. <laughs> what are you guys tripping about? <laughs> Relax. Dude, with your fucking like empty fucking suitcase, briefcase. Nobody uses briefcase anymore, bro. Relax. Satchels now. <laughs> man purses. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about your China manufactured fucking American flag tie, bro. Like, relax. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. <laughs> We're rushing to fucking like just be um um surface level 
um, removed of our own existence. Our own biology. Right, 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 right. It's a weird time to do that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Let's move on to the next beer. For real, dude. I don't <laughs> even know what the fuck we're talking about. Texas sucks. <laughs> fuck it. For the third beer in the lineup from Laverne Brewing Company, we have the Royal Blonde. This is an Imperial Pineapple Blonde Ale. Coming in at an 8.4 ABV. These motherfuckers doing it now, okay? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. You got me a fucking Coles. You got me a Grapefruit IPA. You're going to move me on to a fucking Imperial Pineapple Blonde. This is Laverne being like, all right, now we fucking, you know, we're, you know, unbuttoning the fucking, the, the, the top button on that button-up shirt. We're going to do a little bit of what we want to do. I, I think that's that, that's how I'm reading this beer. Uh, before we move further with the Royal Blonde, <laughs> I completely missed the opportunity to read off of the Yard Work label, the beer that we rated out of seven across the board as a Kolsch. This is the, uh, the read that we got on the back of the can. It says, grab your new balance 990s and do some Yard Work. This crisp Kolsch will do its job to help beat the heat, the heat, <laughs> while you do yours to keep the lawn looking its absolute best. Light and refreshing, yard work is brewed with German Pilsner malt to give it a delightful straw yellow hue. The Magnum hops adds a floral zippiness to the finish. Hydrate intelligently. So that's yard work. Uh, we are going to move on to the Royal Blonde. This is a read on the back of the can. It says, if our B Street Pineapple Blonde were to get into a late 90s baseball rivalry and take performance-enhancing drugs to remain in the hunt for 61, it would become the Royal Blonde. Is that a Barry Bonds reference, bro? Is that like a steroids Barry Bonds reference? <laughs> That's fucking obscure, bro. Nice reference. I think that's what it is. Uh, it says, brewed with laurel hops, a hefty dose of Pilsner malt, a touch of flaked rice, and a comical amount of fresh cut pineapple. This is the closest you'll get to drinking a pineapple upside down cake. I'm excited to see what Laverne got while they're flexing. Let's go ahead and crack this motherfucker open and get with the pour. Oh, motherfucker. It just splashed into my eye. It just fucking went into my eye. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Oh, it's a slushy. It's a slushy. No! <laughs> <laughs> That's what a slushy, a pineapple slushy sounds like. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we've certainly fucking royally fucked up the royal ah. blonde. <laughs> uh, dude, it's slushy time. Slushy and time. it doesn't happen often here on the Wasted Content Podcast. Doesn't it feel like we're a little bit in Texas right now? It does. It really does. Even my coping mechanism is covered in ice <laughs> right now. Um, we just left these beers in the freezer a little too long. And uh, they're, they're in slushy form now. 
and we are going to press forward. We're going to mush on. Uh, <laughs> let's get some smelling notes on the Royal Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> This thing looks like a fucking Slurpee. Yes, it does. Oh, Seven Eleven sold these Slurpees. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I'm getting a very light touch of of a bready malt, accompanied by uh, a very brisk uh, pineapple citrus note. It's brisk, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of pineapple here. A lot of that malty breadiness for sure. Uh, not much else. This this head is f- all ice right now. What we have that's <laughs> resemblance of a fucking head. It's just ice. Um, it looks fucking delicious though. It does. I don't it, know. It smells delicious. It tastes delicious. It um the part that is liquid. It, it's got it's got an opacity to it. It looks hazy. This thing looks like um a hazy IPA. Yes, Which it does. they're not really calling it that. It's a blonde. Yeah. Uh, I think that they've transcended the style. I think we got a hazy blonde on our hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing is opaque and it's juicy. Just just in the nose. Yeah. There's a lot of tropical juicy notes here. There seems to be a large <clears throat> presence of hops in this blonde, which why I wouldn't say is characteristic of a traditional blonde. Um, I think we have like a, a fucking marriage between blonde and hazy IPA. I'm excited to fucking try this. Let's get right into this, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Brain freeze. <laughs> This is fucking delicious. It took it took the taste for me to know why it's a blonde. No? Yeah, definitely by all appearances, it looks like a hazy IPA. A pineapple hazy IPA, right. for that matter. Um, the taste is definitely traditionally blonde. That maltiness, that sweetness, that light body that's supposed to be here if it wasn't frozen right (laughs) it's great i'd say that there's like a yeast profile Mm -hmm. that that lends it to the blonde style there's like a a a dry grain yeast uh profile that simmers back that juiciness that the the nose provides of like that like sweet nectary uh pineapple it kind of like pulls it back and it brings everything into balance. It squares everything away. And it doesn't become overtly juicy like a hazy IPA would. Yeah. It's relatively light bodied for something that's coming in at 8.4 ABV. This is a really nice flex, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know what's funny about this? Like we're not original in doing this. Uh, a couple years back when Stella was big in the market. Or just like hitting the scenes and everybody wanted fucking Stella because they never had a fucking lager like it. I was at some fucking, I don't know, some like, you know that horse track up in like fucking San Gabriel? Santa Anita Racetrack? Santa Anita Racetrack. Yeah. Um, There's some event there. I forget what the fuck the event was, but I was there. 
And there was a kiosk with that was featured by Stella. And in the back, they had these slushy machines full of frozen Stella beer. And it was served similar to what we're having here. Just this like frozen slushy looking thing. It was it was great at the time. I don't know what the fuck came of it. I don't know if they're still doing it, but it was always great. And I, I always thought more beer should be like this. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's refreshing. It was hot out. You get this like slushy beer. You're getting fucked up and you're cooling down at the same time. It was great. Really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Absolutely no. not. It loses a little bit of the carbonation for sure, but yeah, it's a sacrifice. Um, the what the experience here is tactful, I'd say. I think that shows prowess in brewing. Um, the approach is tactful in the flavor profile. They they didn't mean to like punch you in the face with pineapple. But they made you aware oh, yeah. of what of what's there. Uh, you you will all know we are fans of you put it on the fucking can, you put it in the fucking beer, and I think I think Laverne's done it with this one. I think so too. It's definitely reminiscent of a really nice ripe fresh pineapple. Yeah, dude. It's it's not this canned bullshit fucking overly saccharine thing out of a dull can. It it's fresh pineapple but it's ripe just perfectly fucking ripe i i'd say that maybe a day past ripe okay you know it's just got like a real nice sweetness and um there's a natural quality i think that if we've seen a theme here with uh laverne brewing company i i have to i have to really give it to them for quality ingredients yeah nothing has been artificial so far nope I, I'm definitely interested in having more of their flavored beers, like fruit flavored specifically. Yeah. Wow, this is this is nice. I don't know how it would be unfrozen. I can only imagine. But it's great nonetheless. Uh, we'll have to pick up a few more of these. Uh, while When I say that, I also want to give a quick shout out to Save a Minute Liquor Store over in Fontana. Uh, if you are over in the Inland Empire, I'd say take a trip down to meet um, Save a Minute Liquor Store. It's a bottle shop. Uh, if you go in there, you're just going to see domestic and uh, quote-unquote import offerings in the front. Uh, don't stop there. There's a beer cave. It's right around the bend. You go in there, and you're going to be presented with um, anybody who's doing anything in terms of for the most part, for the most part, IPAs, but there's there's a very good offering there. Um, it's a mom and pop shop. It's uh, individually owned. It's a small business, and you have people's uh, mana and effort and blood, sweat, and tears going into this, and the guy that's running it, he actually gives a shit about craft beer, so much so that he... Um, disclose to me, he's going to be making a collaboration beer with Laverne Brewing Company as well. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's fucking linked up, you know? That's so hard to find nowadays. It There's is. very few and far between. Is that the right saying? Yeah. I always fuck these up. Uh, 
liquor stores, fucking head shops, bottle shops that know what the fuck they're selling. Uh, because of the popularity of craft beer, it has hit a bunch of local distributors who are pushing this type of beer in every goddamn corner liquor store. You're going to find a little selection of craft beer. But nobody ever knows what the fuck they're selling. It's, it's hard to find someone who knows what the fuck they have and actually enjoy what the fuck they're doing. No shit, dude. Um, I, I enjoy running into that. I, I also enjoy pe- running into people that don't know what the fuck they're selling because I have, yeah, yeah, I have on quite many occasions <laughs> seen an underpriced beer and being like, yeah, I'll take all of your stock of that because you mislabeled this. You put this as like fucking six ninety nine. This is a fifteen dollar bottle or some shit. Yikes. I'll take all of them actually, and then <laughs> I go up to the register with all of them, or I ask for all of them, and then they always have this look on their face like, "Did I fuck something up?" They're always just shortly aware of their shortcoming. It's funny, but I also love walking into a store where, let's say, for example, I find. The Canadian, um, the Canadian, uh, what is it? CBS, the Canadian bourbon stout, Kentucky bourbon stout, CBS, KBS. Uh, yeah, I find that one and it has the fucking Canadian trooper on it. I bring it to the fucking register and <coughs> the fucking uh, 50 year old Chinese lady tells me, oh yeah, they don't make that anymore. And she knows exactly what she's selling. Oh no shit. And that bottle is priced accordingly as well. I'm paying fucking $30 for that Yikes. bottle. Yikes. Because she knows what the fuck she's selling. They don't make that anymore. This one, last one like this. $50, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like that. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I think Laverne's fucking... I, th- I think Laverne's doing it. Um, shout out to to my boy over at Save a Minute. Um, go check him out. Tell him Wasted Content sent you. Um, Laverne Brewing Company is doing something else, man. I love this. It seems pure. Um, I fucking get this like Rocky Mountain fucking spring water feel to this whole thing. It seems nice. It seems honest. Uh, I don't know that I've ever like had that invoked from a craft brewing company. Right. I like it. It's real grassroots. It's real homely. It's real local. I like it. This this is the beer that belongs in a farmer's market of fucking beers. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> For the Royal Blonde, I am giving this an 8. The ABV is beautifully fucking respectable here. If I'm reading that correctly, yeah, 8.4 could have been a 5 because it crushed the can. <laughs> um, the pineapple is fucking gorgeous, fresh fucking pineapple, just beautifully fucking ripened. The fucking base beer is incredible. This is gonna be an eight for me. I'm gonna give this beer a nine. Um, in in it's in its um, in its style, as a blonde. You don't have many blondes that venture off into uncharted territory for their style. 
Uh, not a lot of them do that. Some of them go a little heavy. You'll see some go with honey, something like that. Those are cool. <clears throat> uh, it's all about the iterations that you can make from this base style, from any base style. That's the spice to this industry. And when you bring something that's not really fuck with, people don't fuck with blondes too much. They don't fuck around too much. They leave them as a blonde. They're good right where they are. Now these guys are doing a little something different. And I think that on their approach, they did so masterfully. 8.4 ABV, nothing to fucking shake a stick at. Flavor profile, big, abundant, bold, um, satisfying, crisp. Uh, I think this is a lovely beer. Uh, blondes, you got to be doing a little bit more. Laverne doing a little bit more with the blondes. Nine for me, eight for you. 8.5. Mm. On your point. Okay. That you don't see too many people fuck with blondes. Yeah. You know, that, that addition of pineapple, you'll see that often with IPAs. Yep. Fucking often. Hazy, Saturated, bro. West Coast, yep. East Coast, fucking hybrids, pineapple everywhere. But blondes, it's not often it's not not an often concoction that they do. And this is like you said, masterfully done. 8.5, I got you to move up your rating, huh? Yep. I like that. Uh, more often than not, you're, you're, you're getting me to like go down by like a half a point or a full <laughs> point. I got you up by 0.5, bro. I like that. Nine <laughs> for me, 8.5 for Ozymandias. And we're going to be moving on to Seppin. 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 Talkic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I've shared a little bit about um, our, our religious past, our, our religious upbringing. Like I mentioned, it's not something that I've really delved in. Yeah. And uh, religion is something that, quite honestly, we openly ridicule on this show, <laughs> right? Um, nothing is nothing well, is sacred, nothing is here. sacred here. Nothing is sacred here. So uh, I know that unpopular opinion time religion is um, something quite often ridiculed here but i don't know that you ever have the means to ridicule when you don't have a certain level of a basic understanding a foundation right of the the matter right if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about then you could never formulate any kind of valid um weighted uh fucking uh uh, undressing of the matter Mm. as much as we do because we're 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 we're, yeah, we're we're pretty fucking we know everything about everything. I mean, we're philosophers, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know, man. A lot of my opinions here are really unsubstantiated, <laughs> <laughs> and I only base my opinions on the fact that most of your opinions are the same way. Uh, <laughs> uh, most of my wafers mm-hmm. are transubstantiated. Most of my opinions are unsubstantiated. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I, we we don't we don't talk about this. Uh, I know that you come from some kind of religious background. Yeah. Everybody does, and at a certain point, you reach the, the fucking age of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was like twelve or thirteen, 
And then you kind of just be like, hey, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Right? It's when you learn to say what the fuck, actually. Because I think I remember exactly around like 12 years old being like, I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? Right? It happened somewhere along those years. And um, I know that it was just Ash Wednesday, which means that it was just Good Friday, which means I don't know what the fuck Good Friday means, right? Mm -hmm. But like people don't eat meat or some bullshit. And um, the fucking fillet of fish, the sales go through the roof. Uh, invest in <laughs> McDonald's for the next fucking quarter. I fucking because religion, because God and fish. I don't know fish and bread and loaves and shit. I don't know. Yeah, uh, dude, it's um, it's something we don't really fucking talk about on a personal level, and it's something really funny. And I, I would like for you to share uh, a little something about your indoctrination <laughs> what do you want me to share i mean anything you see fit <clears throat> uh specifically by religion i was indoctrinated into catholicism yeah or let, let's just say born into catholicism yeah i was baptized went through the first communion and uh, fucking all that shit you know um <clears throat> Always, well, not always. I, I don't know. I don't know if I ever really bought into it completely. But, again, age 12, 13, whatever the fuck it was. Probably later for me because I'm a fucking moron all the way through fucking, <laughs> even high school, I was still like, Ugh. uh <laughs> uh, You start questioning stuff. You start questioning uh, all authority figures and parents, government, and religion being one of the authority figures as a fucking child if you're brought up in a fucking religious home. <clears throat> but with that being said, there is some... I've always found something beautiful about like religion and not just specifically Catholicism, just religion itself and the idea behind like the power of symbols. And how we can rally together around the symbol as human beings. Um, it's a little bit collectivist, I guess. And I'm always preaching individualism, but... <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just... <laughs> I know a couple years back, even as an adult, I was still going through the whole Lent thing and like doing the whole sacrifice for fucking Easter and you ridiculing me throughout. I don't remember this actually. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, it's just something I fucking do. So, it's so just, what did you give up for Lent? Um, I think like part of the whole Lent thing at that time that you were ridiculing me that I distinctly remember, it was just, I gave up meat altogether for, uh, specifically like just red meat for a while. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. People do it for Fridays. I'm going to do it throughout the whole four, fucking 40 days. Yeah. Fuck it. So I did it, and like that night in particular, we went to a TGI Fridays that had just opened up down the block. And <laughs> we went the one in Rosemead. Yeah, fuck. We went out to fucking go get drinks because fucking it was forever ago. Happy hour was pretty decent there, and it was just like the only thing around. Um, we ordered appetizers. You're like, yeah, let's get this and that. I was like, all right, dude, just maybe chicken, not steak. You're like, what? Why? I'm like, oh, dude, I gave up fucking, like, red meat for Lent. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking stupid or something? It sounds like me. Yeah. I was like, no, it's just something I do, bro. It's 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 a it's a it's a practice in uh what the fuck's the word? God damn it. I forget the fucking word. I mean, like, I don't know, like willpower. <clears throat> yeah, self, willpower. Like, discipline. Self, discipline. Yeah. Practice and discipline. Pra- yeah. Practice and willpower. And um, the idea behind it is just like you're, you're sacrificing something you care about. Yeah. For what purpose, really? Because um, I'm asking from an ignorant yeah. standpoint. Um, I didn't grow up Catholic, so these practices are foreign to me. Well, Ash Wednesday. We brought up Ash Wednesday, right? Specifically Ash Wednesday. Uh, it's it's the day where everybody walks looks around. Looks dirty, like a dirty <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that dirt on your head? <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a fucking... It's a, it's a beautiful fucking practice on its own. I don't go to church i don't get the fucking cross on my head because i don't want to look like a dirty fuck (laughs) but i think it's a beautiful fucking sentiment uh the idea behind it the sermon is always we come from dust and in dust we shall uh end something along those lines you know and it's a reminder it's a fucking reminder every year that all this fucking superficial bullshit is nonsense we are dust at the end of everything and that we're all branded with that fucking dust. No shit. <clears throat> and like, it, it originates from like this whole thing where Christ went into the wilderness. He's hiding from the fucking Romans and they're fasting and they're doing all this shit and he's tempted by the fucking devil. Right? He's, the story goes something along the lines that he's tempted. What, that fool has like beef appetizers or what the <laughs> Fucking shish kebabs, bro. Some shawarma out in the Middle East, you know? On some fucking pita bread. <laughs> he's just, he's tempted by the devil because the whole idea is like Christ is preparing himself for the ultimate sacrifice, which is he's sacrificing himself for the sins of all humanity. And he's in the wilderness alone, meditating, talking to God. You don't and have the, to rub it in, dude. What? The whole, like, Jesus gave his life for me? Well, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in the wilderness and he's he's tempted. He's tempted by the devil to not sacrifice himself. So he goes, I'll give you wealth. I'll give you women. I'll give you all the food you want. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. And he's tempted. So the idea behind the sacrifice of Lent is you're giving up something that is entirely mortal in order to save your soul essentially like we are not all entirely just this biological fucking thing and i I, at the end of the day it's just like i think it's a beautiful practice all together it gets ridiculed yeah whatever fucking easter bunny and all this bullshit it's been usurped by all the fucking corporations but it's 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 a nice reminder that we're just dust again I don't know. That none of this shit really fucking matters. Yeah. Like all the, the mortal coil shit is irrelevant to your actual being. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
um, if there's if there's something that I have never been able to argue against, it's been um, like moral takeaways from religion and religious right. stories and um, uh, general mythology. Um, you know, fucking, I, I always do care for that. Uh, I do uh, acknowledge its purpose in humanity and culture and tradition as well. Um, it, it gets a little weird when you start talking about like really specific things, though. I think that's when it gets a little weird. Yeah. And um, all of these get really weird when it comes to specifics. And I think that's when um, the human portion starts to bleed through the pages of these holy scriptures. Uh, I think the human condition um, finds and snakes its way in like the motherfucker over at the Garden of Eden. And um, (laughs) it just kind of like bleeds through good ideas. Um, you find a lot of shit that starts to become um, separatist hmm. or fucking things that start to um, invoke uh, fucking, what's the word? Um, fucking like a dictatorship, like a, like a ruler class, like a superiority, like a jealousness. It, you know, it can it can be skewed as something very dogmatic, right? Yeah. I think that's for some reason that's the word I think you're looking for, where it becomes a law, essentially authoritarian. Yeah, authoritarian. Yeah, like oh, it, it says in the Bible you can't do this and you can't fucking do it. Yeah, and then you're pressuring people into not doing it because you're trying to save their soul, and then you get all the fucking human bullshit attached to all that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's that's where they lost me, really. Yeah. Um, but I, but I do respect these things. Um, so you you come from a Catholic point of view. Um, I, I'm I was raised Jehovah's Witness, and there was a few tenets in there that really kind of like rang true to me, and then there was other things that just kind of didn't really make sense, according to all of the science books that I read from the library, and that's that's kind of when i started asking questions and that's also when i started to um be discouraged from asking questions um not only in like a very forthright sense but also in a very passive sense and in the the most passive sense for someone that has no questions and no answers it's just fucking the lord works in mysterious ways right you know i'm just giving these like fucking half-assed answers where there's like no challenge to um, knowledge, and it's like, well, no, I, I can't. It doesn't click. Um, that's where I kind of separated myself. But um, in, in in these teachings, I, I, I will I will highlight, um, you know, good things that I took from it. And it's just kind of uh, don't be a fucking dick, uh, really. If I could summarize it, I, that's the way I summarize most. Uh, religions is don't be a fucking dick dude yeah <laughs> don't be a dick i mean <laughs> they preach that and then they go knock on people's doors on sunday morning <laughs> you know <laughs> when this motherfucker dead ass like asleep yeah like, probably hung over <laughs> right let's go wake his ass up right now <laughs> yeah. just he has not even considered keeping it holy today <laughs> That was like in some like lucid fucking like <laughs> Egyptian god fucking nectar um, stasis. 
and and you're over here fucking ringing his doorbell uh for sure no no no. it's weird um it's weird i feel like that's like a really like fucking uh limp dick uh summary of what the fuck i'm trying to communicate here well no i get it like i get i get what you're trying to say it's just it's um it does have some great aspects of it some merit some some merit to a lot of a lot of the morality stuff it's it, it seems stuff that should be common sense among people, but right. eh, think about the fucking dumbest person you know, and fucking half of humanity's fucking dumber than that. For sure, some you, people need to be told what common sense is. Yeah, you need to tell people that killing is wrong, right? And stealing is wrong, and lying is wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to sit some motherfucker down and hold his head and look him in the eyes and be like, "Don't fucking kill anybody." <laughs> <laughs> what are the consequences i don't know dude you'll fucking burn for eternity how about that <laughs> yeah is that fucking good enough for you <laughs> all right cool Let's write that write that down a kind of like write when you down. when yeah. you lie to me about stuff you're being a dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know like specifically like religion and all religion uh again like i find stuff that is beautiful until you involve humanity in it until you involve involve human beings in it then then you start fucking shit up you corrupt the the fucking overall message of it um it's where was i going with this i had a fucking great thought i lost it god damn it um oh yeah um it's god I, damn it i thought you had it, it i thought like, i had it it too. sounded like you had it right there real quick uh we not transgress i don't know fuck if i know <laughs> i don't know dude god damn it i'm drunk um the beautiful part of religion it it, it not surpasses but it transgresses uh existence and bleak might it be whatever the fuck it is it gives you some sort of hope for the future it gives you some sort of structure for your life for a lot of people and again community we we are we are beings beyond our biology sometimes (laughs) <laughs> and like all this like superficial fucking uh sins of the flesh for lack of better words are irrelevant to existence really i mean yeah we're gonna fuck until the end of existence but that's not what all life is oh fucking do be important to me though no? yeah for sure Fucking be fucking important to me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more to life than just fucking. No? Just me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, just me. <laughs> Take this from a guy that hasn't been fucking. Uh, there's there's got to be more to life than just fucking, please. <laughs> Well, pretty much that's it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, 
I, I think we could move on from this. Um, well, I, I mean, don't know. Is there anything specific that you want me to like expand on? Because I'm kind of just like going off the cuff here, not knowing what the fuck you yeah, want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I feel you. Um, no, I just feel like it was like a quick little exploration into that, the cats out of the bag kind of scenario. Um, hey, guess what? We were raised, um, indoctrinated by something, right? And and just kind of like laying the groundwork and like the the basis mm-hmm. and foundation for any other fucking criticism that we might ever have um uh already disclosed yeah and we'll disclose in the future like fuck again something that we openly mock uh it, it's nice to just have a little background on it okay like yeah. i said you couldn't formulate any fucking actually weighted critique of anything if you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about um my favorite thing is talking to people who are overtly religious like just staunch fucking pious motherfuckers and the the type of guy that's gonna try to impose okay mm. that's being a dick and it goes against your fucking tenant the main tenant if you fucking boil it down and reduce it if you make a reduction um of it you're being a dick bro um it's my favorite part it's it's when i'm faced with this and then they go oh your problem is you haven't read the bible it's like, well, actually, that's what kind of led me to <laughs> ask questions. Um, your problem is you haven't read the Bible. That's that's not my shortcoming. It is your shortcoming. Mm. You are not. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Actually, yeah, that's fun. I like that. It's a fun little experiment. The Bible itself is a hard book to read. That's it, fucking boring. It's. <laughs> it's wordy bro you know it's wordy it's excessive <laughs> it's excessive i've heard it i've heard it referenced as it's the first hyperlinked uh article ever created <laughs> you know and every every link leads you back to another story in the bible itself so you have like the book of genesis leads you to the book of whatever and blah blah blah, blah so on and so forth uh, and you have to flip back and forth to understand the fucking context in, in its entirety before you can read one fucking chapter of this fucking book. And I don't know, like, I've always argued here about, like, the power of fucking symbols and archetypes and, like, the, it's, its impression on fucking humanity. And, like, at the base level, these archetypes truly, really, like, truly describe what humanity is. Um not in an individual level, but as a collective, there there's something to these archetypes that describe the fucking human fucking plight. Um, <clears throat> and there's nothing in existence that's been more influential than the fucking Bible itself. Like it, every book ever written uh, is either jesus or fucking faust you right. know? uh being reductionist yet again it, yeah. it's one of the two stories you're either writing about the hero or you're writing as yourself as a hero right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're writing about the hero or you're about you're writing about a person who made a deal with the devil hey there you go yeah 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 so and reduce that even more it's you're writing about jesus being tempted does he take the fucking temptation or does he fucking 
travel the path of righteousness. What would Jesus do, bro? <laughs> That's every story every fucking human being has ever fucking written. And it's something that we deal with in our fucking day-to-day fucking lives. Am I a good person? I think everybody wakes up every morning asking themselves that. Regardless of their fucking situation. Am I a good person? I think um, I think what would Jesus do mm-hmm. is the rhetorical um, version of don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> WWJD, bro. For sure. <laughs> Let's move on to the fourth beer of the lineup, sir. Sure. I just revealed something I wasn't planning on revealing here. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on to another god, Mount Olympus. This is Olympus Mons from Laverne Brewing Company. This is coming out at a 7.3 ABV, an Imperial Red Ale. Holy fuck, bro. We haven't had a red ale in a good while here. It's been a minute. Hmm. So you've summited Mount Baldy, uh, clamoring over 10,000 feet into the sky. Is that right? If mountaineering is your thing, put Mount or put Olympus Mons on your list. This beer gets its delicious biscuity and light caramel flavor from 72% Vienna malts. Analogous to the 72,000 feet of the highest planetary peak in our solar system. Enough with the astronomy lesson. Let's crack open this beer and get climbing. Insert Martian word for cheers. (laughs) Dude, that's so fucking cool. I love it. I love... They have good writers there. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think it shines with this one. You have so much to unravel here, right? Mm-hmm. You have Olympus Mons, the highest peak in the solar system. You have, um, you know, it, it's um, it's on Mars. Um, it's a, a fucking extinct volcano or inactive volcano. Something like that. that, yeah. And um, it, it fucking dwarves any of the highest peaks available to you on this planet. Uh, you have that. You have Mount Olympus, which is uh, the mountain where the gods uh, resided in Greek mythology. And you have an imperial red ale. You don't get a lot of motherfuckers fucking around with red ales either. And I think you mentioned this, but Mount Baldy. Yeah. A local fucking summit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Really well. Really well done here uh, by Laverne Brewing Company. Love the write-up. I love their, um, you know, their marketing to it. An Imperial Red, you think Red, Red Planet, Mars. You think local. You think Mount Baldy. You think the highest peak in the fucking solar system. Olympus Mons. Beautiful. NASA just landed their fucking thing in Mars. They did. Yeah. Um, Perseverance. I believe it's called. Yeah. Dude, you have a 19.2 ounce can. Also. You just have a fucking monster can. 
Uh, let's get on with the fucking pour. Let's see what this beer is about, dude. Let's do that. Oh, slushy. Kind of. Olympus fucking Mons. We're at the top of the fucking peak right now. It certainly looks like it. It's only on downhill from here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this looks fucking beautiful. This is like beautiful fucking deep brownish red color coming from the fucking beer. Yeah, dude. It, it looks formidable. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it means business. I, I love I love me a red. I love any iteration of a malty beer. And this iteration usually brings dry spice notes. It usually brings um, caramel sweetness, even a toasted caramel sweetness. Um, there's grain, there's sweetness, there's malt. Sometimes there's a hop backbone. But anytime I've ever met a red, I fucking love me some fucking red, dude. I love a redhead. Some redheads. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love me some redheads. Um, This looks formidable coming in at a 7.3 ABV. It's, you know, mid-level. I I, would have cared for more ABV right off the bat. You bring me a 19.2 fluid ounce can. You call it Mount Olympus. You call it an Imperial Red. You could probably already do a lot more with it. I, right. I, I bet you can get this to a 9.0. I bet you can get it to a 9.0 at least. So um, I'm already going into this thinking that. <laughs> Let's get some smelling notes. Let's do that. It's not giving away a lot. Uh, presence alone this. looks nice, but... Uh, you know, you got this like really, really like stain power, frothy head. It's like a sea foam. Um, it's got a really light tan color to it on the head. The body of it is opaque and ruby red amber. It's 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 a wonderful, gorgeous beer, but not a lot on the nose. I get a very dry, sharp um, malt to it. A light touch of uh, a light touch of caramel sweetness on the nose, but let's just go right into it. Cheers! Cheers! Man, this uh, this unfortunately suffers from what we are commending this company for about the averageness of their beers. And for some reason, this feels like it backfired on them this one time. Like you said, something called Olympus Mons. Yeah. The highest summit in our fucking solar system. 
coming in such a big fucking can that the label didn't fucking fit it. Right. It should have been so much bigger than what they're offering here. Standalone as a red. Did I say commending for? Standalone as a red. It's a fucking wonderful red ale. This is lovely. I asked for a red ale. You bring me this. Happy guy. Yeah. It's wonderful. We've had some pretty fucking poignant um, red ales here. Uh, Of note, Jeremiah Red still holds um, number one in this category. That comes in at at 8% ABV. Jeremiah Red? Yeah. It's 0.7 above the highest peak in our solar system. So, <laughs> mm, I agree with you. It came back. It bit you in the ass. Um, I love you doing everything that you should be doing. But if you're going to like do something big, then you have to understand it's within the context of what everybody else is doing. Everything that you do is within the context of what everybody else is doing. Right. So, you, you give me a, a big, formidable can... You give me a big, formidable um, base flavor profile. You give me a backstory like that. I'm expecting something. I've never had a barrel-aged red. I love how playful they are with everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Highest fucking peak in our fucking solar system. It's a fucking big can. Doesn't even fucking fit the label. You know? It's, it's it's, It's surmounting all these fucking cans here. Surmounting. Um, it's definitely above all these fucking cans here. They should have done it. They should have fucking gone all out. They should have put some more ABV here for something in imperial, imperial style. They should have gone a little bigger. There's a lot more room to, to, to be made here. There's there's a lot to um, add on to this base beer. Right. I will give you the fact that it is. It is an imperial red ale. I will admit to the fact that it's it's bold in in its style. Y- you can do it better. I know you can do it better. Like I said earlier, I've never had a barrel aged red. I don't know that anybody's ever done that. Fucking Laverne Brewing Company, be the first to do it, man. You guys can take this base beer, and put it into some barrels where you're gonna get wonderful. Wood and vanilla and um, toasty toffee notes from 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 the barrel. <laughs> Added on top of this wonderfully sweet, malty, um, light toasted um, caramel flavor profile. You might have something really special on your hands. You might have something worthy of calling it the highest peak on this right, solar right. system. Yeah, I mean... Incredible red. Like you mentioned, if I got this, if I asked for a red and someone handed me this, I'd be fucking completely fucking happy. I can, I want more of this. Definitely want more of this. Um, but goddamn, the ABV is killing me. I don't know. It's great. The maltiness is great. The crispness is great. The, the like light dryness at the end is great. But man, 
He could have done so much more here. A little bit earthier tones. Fucking A. I, absolutely. A little more nuttiness. Oh, dude. That would Just do wonders here. More. That would do wonders here. Uh, white oak barreling for this. Fuck. It'll it'll like accentuate the spicy notes of that like uh, the the like drier grainy um, baseline of a red ale mm-hmm. malt character is like just dude like do something that nobody else is doing right you you proved to us you can do what everybody else is doing yep you proved it now do something better I think there's a lot of opportunity to be had here in Laverne. Um, we're going to give the Olympus Mons a rating now, and we're going to close out this lineup. Um, I want to hear what you got for Olympus Mons, man. Imperial Red Ale. God damn it. I, I think this is a great base beer. I wouldn't call it necessarily an Imperial Red. Uh, maybe on the color, maybe on the fucking darkness here. And the way it was presented, definitely Imperial. But the taste, the smell, it's 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 lacking that. It's a little lackluster. Uh. But it's great. It's fucking delicious. I can't hate it. Dude, I could crush this all Absolutely. day. Back to back. This is crushable. That's exactly what I meant by saying I want more of this. Yep. Like, I can have this as something where I'm just chilling out the fucking house and, like, I want a fucking beer. I'm going for this. This is incredible, but fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. You shot yourself in the fucking foot by naming it Olympus Mons. You should have put it in a fucking 16-ounce can and just labeled it a fucking red. We would have been fucking happy fucking customers. Name it Mount Baldy Red. There you go. Then put it in barrels and forget about it for a year. And then give me Olympus Mons. Yep. Right? Yeah, a lot to improve on here. Um, Laverne really kind of fucking showing us what you can do with real natural base grassroots craft brewing. I, I love that. It really does have a homely feel mm-hmm. to what they're doing out there. Um, go pay them a visit. Again, they, um, these guys are located just north of Pomona Fairplex. Um, real nice crowd. A lot of regulars. A lot of people who ain't trying to start shit. Good vibes. For sure. Laverne Brewing Company. Um, Have you given him a rating yet? Uh, I'm going to give this an 8. This is an 8. Yeah. It's okay. delicious. It's fucking great. Um, Could have been way gonna, better, but yeah. This Sorry. is going to be an 8 for me as well. Yeah. Same here. Um, upper tier. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Presentation wise. This thing is uh, a beauty. She's gorgeous. Taste, smelling, we can do a lot more. I know you can do it. Um, an eight is a vote in respect to you attaining a 10 in the future. Uh, you guys are doing fucking magic, man. This is good. Eight across the board. Eight across the board. We're closing out this episode. Yeah. Um, we typically like to end on a lighter note. And uh, I'm going to share this with you in passing. What the fuck was that? That sounded like fucking alien. 
Is that's not the alien music? No. Is it? <laughs> I think that's Jaws. No. 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 no? That is Jaws. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think that's a little like hand in hand with what we're going here. Yeah, there you go. It's an unexpected danger. This is what happens. Like it just you don't even realize it's happening, bro. You don't. Uh, Not until you measure it. it it's really quantum <laughs> entanglements. <laughs> Of you uh. being gay, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, you'll be presented with some um, chick that's like kind of very attractive, or like mildly attractive. Let's put it like. So I'm trying to like downplay. No, I'm immediately backpedaling. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> Greatly attractive. <laughs> You'll see this chick, and she, you know she makes your dick get hard. Of course. So sometimes it happens where uh, she kind of looks a lot like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the quantum thing. You don't know until you measure it, right? Right. Like you don't know if you're gay until you fuck both. And then <laughs> no, that's not where I was just going. Said, no, oh. <laughs> maybe it's just like. Somebody bringing it to your attention. That's uh, the quantum racing right there. It's like somebody yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Michelle. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. <laughs> Bullshit, motherfucker. fucking, I would never fuck him. No. So. <laughs> That's what I so, meant. <laughs> so, it just sucks because it like really makes you, you know, question things. Sexuality. Predominantly, yes. That's the number one thing. That it makes you question because she like she has like such a like a fucking like dude she has nice tits mm -hmm. and a strong jaw. You know? <laughs> 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 it's weird, dude. What the fuck, man? Like I was perfectly fine over here masturbating, and then somebody just pointed out. They just pointed it out. I know. And they're like, dude, can you see the resemblance? And What a it, piece of shit. For real. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You just took that away from me. One fell swoop. <laughs> now I'm gay. Right. <laughs> that's what you, that's the conclusion here. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fuck, dude. It, it absolutely sucks. It it just, I don't think it makes it gay. It just it's a fucking huge boner killer. <laughs> it is. You know? Like, let's say you, for some fucking stroke of fucking luck, you manage to fucking get this chick to fuck you. And all you think about is her fucking brother while you're fucking her. Right. Like, yeah. I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I never fuck anyone as attractive as you. 
dude, just fucking. Well, your brother yeah. over there, dude. You you like that, bro? Right. You like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Color, right bro. There. That's what you need. Right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually hope that there's you know because we live in a place where um, fucking there could be multiple um universes, right? So sure. I hope that there's a universe where whenever that happens, it's for the better. You know? Threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I get where you're going Fuck, with this. Okay, all right. <laughs> There's that university. Yeah. Nice. Didn't even think about it. Nope. You're one step ahead of me, bro. <laughs> you're one step ahead of me. Fuck. <laughs> I was thinking of twosome, bro. Fuck, you're one step ahead of me. <laughs> I want to jack off while I watch the brother and sister fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Isn't that like everybody on Pornhub? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you got a good bunch of people all like up in arms right now. Well, like, it's a step, brother. It's a step, sister. It's different. <laughs> it's a little different. No, yeah, you're one step ahead of me, bro. Threesome? Yeah. No shit. I hope there's a universe where that's, like, perfect. Where there's, like, a guy, like, where he's, like, oh, no, I'm gay. But, like, um, I'm attracted to this guy's sister. So then they get to fuck the sister, and then they get to do so pretending that it's a brother. Like, I hope it works out like that. Like, a happy ending for everybody, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a generous guy with my imagination. <laughs> I like to pretend where there's universes where gay guys get to fuck women that look like their brothers. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> where did we take a left turn here? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> does is it just me, or does it seem like whenever we have I just, a very uh, go ahead, go sorry. ahead. I I, uh, I think you're gonna have a better relationship with the brother than with the the sister. Okay, you have more in common. You know, we can like watch sports or yeah. something. Yeah, fuck, have some beers. You know, you might be happy as a gay man. <laughs> is that what's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was just, just being... completely bypass the sister and go straight for the guy. <laughs> right? Have a better time. <laughs> that food doesn't have any periods. Mm, that's know? true. Yeah. There's some benefits here, huh? So- sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the same size, you double your closet, bro. <laughs> Wear the same clothes. <laughs> Silver linings to being gay. Right. In alternate universe. Fuck. That's like a fucking Twilight Zone episode. In an alternate universe, you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dun 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 dun. It was fucking 
Twilight. It wasn't Jaws. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Full circle, dude. Yep. Fuck yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Jesus <laughs> for real, Christ. This is too a Twilight Zone episode that nobody We didn't mean for. anything. <laughs> We're straight. I love women. Sometimes. This has been Wasted Content episode 70. <laughs> I am Anthropos. I am Mozzie Mandius. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>